If you listen and you finally made it Now the greatest movie you ever seen is about to play Right before your eyes Last days In times Don't let Babylon break you Don't let them break your soul In time, in time Stay woke, it's going down Wake up the tribes. How? What you cooking? Last days. What is up, beloved? We are back for another episode. We're going to cover a few different topics in this episode. We're going to continue some thoughts from TPR 233, Isolation and Solitude. We're also going to cover this scripture in Hebrews 13 2. But first, let's start out with Hebrews 13 1 and 2. Let brotherly love continue. Then line two, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. So we're going to get to that. But first, I think we'll just pick up kind of where we were speaking in TPR 233, Isolation and Solitude. I was answering some questions in that episode. One of the questions was strengthening faith through works, right? So we covered a lot of this in TPR 233, and now I just want to expand a little bit further on some things that we can do to love our neighbors as ourselves. And it's actually going to lead right into Hebrews 13 to be not forgetful to entertain strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. So when you're going about your day to day life, and also in this uh, podcast series description, it says TPR, a series to help you understand and uncover more of the spiritual world that is all around you. So I feel like Part of that is getting into Hebrews 13 to how you can start to understand or possibly be aware when the Most High might have his angels around you or in your life or interacting with you. At the very least, these situations could just be people, vessels that the Most High is sending into your life for a purpose, but it also could be angels unawares uh, that you're entertaining by you know being nice to strangers, loving your neighbor as yourself, things like that. So we're going to get to that. But just initially, right, whether it's angels unawares, which we're going to get to, or whether it's just a person that you're helping out, your neighbor that you're loving as yourself, when you're going about your day-to-day life, it's very easy to just kind of be in your own world, in your own little bubble of just going from point A to point B. Even I catch myself doing this. We all have to like consciously try to break out of just our own little bubble and see some other situations that might be happening. Cause I know for me, like if you're going to the grocery store, it's just like point A to point B, like I'm going here for this reason. And you're kind of like in your own world, right? This happens a lot. And this is also how we can miss opportunities to really help our neighbors, love our neighbors as ourselves. So when you start doing your day-to-day life, like when you're going to different stores, the grocery store, whatever it is, just start to look around because honestly, the most high will give you certain situations to help you be a good neighbor, uh, to help, to, to be there to help people. So just start to be aware of like, you know, if you're walking down an aisle and you see someone drop something and you're able to pick it up, do something like that. If you're walking down an aisle and you see someone that's like short, trying to reach something on an aisle, like just be aware of what's going on and not in your own little bubble of just like, this is why I'm here. This is the reason. Like, start to look around and notice if there's ever a chance where you can be a good neighbor and help someone. And when we start doing this, 
it's really showing the most high that we love our neighbors and thus we love the most high because we are loving our neighbors as ourselves keeping one of the two great commandments the other being loving the most high with all our mind heart and soul and actually the most high will put these situations in our lives to kind of see how we're going to act are we just going to ignore the person ignore our neighbors and just be in our own world going throughout the store are we going to look for a chance to do something nice to help someone and when you're when you start to be open-minded to this stuff and looking around outside of just yourself you'll literally see the most how bring people into your life giving you a chance to help them and when you start doing those things that's how you can actually find blessings for yourself later down the line. So I feel like that's why the Most High will give us situations, giving us an opportunity to help our neighbors. And then if we do it and we do well and we do it genuinely not to get a blessing in return, the Most High knows our thoughts and our intentions anyway. So when he knows we're genuinely doing it to love our neighbors and to help them, he'll actually bless us later on because we're passing these objectives that he's putting before us, these certain situations. He wants to see how we're going to react. Are we going to help our neighbor? Are we going to love our neighbor? Are we going to go out of our way to help someone? Or are we just in our own bubble missing all these opportunities that the Most High is trying to give to us? So just kind of look around because you'll start to see like, and just, you, there's all different examples. Like I'm just trying to give the most simple examples as possible, but you might just see someone like struggling with something. Like if you, if you see your neighbor struggling or reaching or just whatever, whatever it looks like, or they look like they're going through it or something like just kind of be aware to see, is there an opportunity here to try and help them and just discern everything and act accordingly and do everything with the fear of the most high in you. And so we spoke about giving alms in secret in TPR 233. We covered Matthew 6.33 in that episode and Matthew chapter 6, the entire chapter. So another thing, another way that you can kind of help your neighbor and stuff is also pay attention when you're going into some of these stores of, you know, who's outside the store. Like you might see like, and this is going to get into the angels unawares, right? So before I get into the angels unawares, just start to take a note take a look around and notice like if you're about to go into the grocery store and you see maybe like a homeless person out there ask yourself is there a way that you can help this person take a step outside of yourself and there's gonna be opportunities like this where the most high could be sending an angel to you in the form of let's say a homeless person to see are you just gonna walk right past that person and ignore them are you gonna judge them based on their appearance or are you gonna try and do something nice for them are you gonna buy them a water bottle are you gonna buy them food whatever it may be start to look for these opportunities because the most high will actually place them in your life to see how you're going to react and when you see just say like a homeless person or someone who looks down bad outside of the grocery store just observe when you see like all the other people going into the store like nine out of ten people are just going to completely ignore the person and just like walk in and then leave the store not think anything of it not try and do anything but we want to be set apart we want to be walking different we want to love our neighbor as ourselves and that includes someone who might be down bad or just in any of these odd situations and when you start to see them in your life it's really because the most high could be bringing them into your life to see are you going to be like those other nine people that just walked walked right past this person and ignored them or are you going to love your neighbor and try and do something to help them and just discern accordingly be safe accordingly but a lot of times the most high will bring these situations into our lives and these are just things that you could do to take a step outside of yourself and really try and serve and love your neighbor as best that you can in these situations. 
And as far as this situation that I'm describing about, like possibly a homeless person or someone who looks down bad outside of a store, the other thing too, Hebrews 13 two, be not forgetful to entertain strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. So honestly, through my experiences with this, a lot of times if the most high, a lot of times where I suspect there could be an angel that I'm unaware of, I think a lot of times the most high will send an angel in the form of either like could be someone who looks like they're a homeless person or someone who looks like they're kind of wilding out or crazy or because the most high one, the most high doesn't judge based on flesh and appearance he judges our hearts he doesn't look at the outward appearance so he doesn't want us to look at the outward appearance as well sometimes like if people see someone like asking for money or a homeless person they'll just be like i'm not going to help them but we're assuming we're judging based on their appearance we're not loving our neighbor as ourselves and honestly it could be an angel that you don't know and that's what i've seen is that the most high will actually send people and it might not even be a homeless person but you might see someone there might be a situation where some you see someone pull up in like a super old beat up car for example and they get out and then ask you a question or ask you for help or ask you for whatever and the most high wants to see are you going to judge that person because they're in a super old beat up car are you just going to love your neighbor and help your neighbor whatever it is and just discern accordingly and be safe but these are situations where the most high literally might send someone who looks a little bit on the surface like a little bit sketchy or a little bit whatever the case may be just to see are we gonna judge them based on their appearance and that could be an angel that you don't know about it another perfect example for my ogs that have been here since season two in season two we did a few different uh full movie breakdowns one of them was tpr 35 the full matrix movie breakdown and the episode before that tpr 34 was it and it chapter two full movie breakdowns and in the movie it and it chapter two there's a character named mike i spoke about in those full movie breakdowns how they literally depict biblical things in all of these hollywood movies and someone that they always depict is archangel michael and they always depict satan in these movies as well we covered that so hard for my ogs that have been here since season two i don't know if any of you are even still here but if you are you're a real one we covered all of these points in the holly weird movies you can go back through my old episodes to see it it's tpr 34 it and it chapter two full movie breakdowns tpr 35 the matrix full movie breakdown i have an episode called holly weird and i have an episode called holly weirder as well you can look for those podcast episodes speaking about my hollywood movie points and in a lot of these movies they depict archangel michael casting satan out of heaven like a flash of lightning which you see in the gospels they always depict that and so in a lot of these movies they're depicting archangel michael through the characters and in it and it chapter two the the character named mike represents archangel michael and what do we always speak about is that the true israelites are dark skin and complexion mike is a dark skin complexion character in those movies and he's literally representing archangel michael you can hear about that in tpr 34 and in the movie michael mike drives a super old beat up car and i even pointed out in that episode tpr 34 that they're doing that purposely to show that it's he's representing a person of the most high he's representing archangel michael that's why he's a dark skin complexion character showing you who the is who the true israelites are and they have him drive us drive a super old beat up car because in a lot of experiences when you're entertaining angels unaware it's going to be someone who looks sketchy on the surface driving an old beat-up car someone who looks like they might be homeless someone who looks like they might be 
whatever the case may be, because the most time wants to see, are we going to judge them based on their outward appearance? And that's exactly why in that movie, they show Mike driving a super old beat up car, showing that he's the character representing a person of the most high. So the most high is not about money and surface and material things. And a lot of times the most high will send an angel to you in an old beat up car or something like that. And if you don't believe that, then you could just say it's a person. If you don't think it's an angel, you could just say, well, it's a person that the Most High is bringing into your life to ask you for help or to ask you for whatever to see. Are you just going to reject them or are you going to actually help them if it's in the power to help them in the power of you to help them? And same exact thing in the Hollywood movie, how they depict Mike as a dark skin complexion character showing us who the true Israelites are. We all know who the true Israelites are. Same exact thing with the most high sends his angels to you. A lot of times it might be someone who looks like a true Israelite purposely because it's an angel of the most high. So think about it. So I'm just telling you this because of, in my experiences of when I thought I was entertaining angels unawares or at least possible, notice these certain qualities because the most high wants to see, are we going to judge them on their appearance or are we going to love our neighbor as ourselves? And it would make perfect sense that the most high would send his angels looking like who his true beloveds are, the true Israelites, things like that. And then also additional things, no matter what the person looks like, they might be in an old beat up car and just things like that. Because majority of people in our world, nine out of 10 people judge people based on the car they drive, based on how they look, based on their clothes. And we want to be that one, that one out of 10 that is going to love our neighbor, regardless of how they look, what they're driving, whatever they're doing, discern accordingly. But these are going to be some circumstances that the Most High is going to bring into your life. And it's super important to be aware of this stuff because the Most High is is sending us, whether you believe it's an angel or it's just a, a person, a vessel that the Most High is bringing into your life, the Most High is doing that to see how you're going to react and how you're going to treat these people. And honestly, if we do it the correct way and genuinely do it not to get anything in return, ultimately it'll end up blessing you later on. The Most High will bless you later on because you did good to his angels without knowing it or it's just to a person that was down bad and you helped them out. You loved your neighbor as yourself. So that's why we want to be looking around for these situations because once we step out of our bubble, like people think everything's a coincidence. Like if a random person comes up to you and asks you for help in a store, carnal people, and honestly, even us sometimes, if we're not discerning correctly, we might just think, oh, that's a random coincidence. Just a person came up to ask me, but nothing that happens to us really is a coincidence. The Most High is literally ordering all our steps. In Proverbs 20, 24, man's goings are of Yahuwah. How can a man then understand his own way? So everything that we do, everywhere that we go, the Most High knows who we're going to interact with who's going to come up to us in the store the most high knows all that stuff so carnal people surface people and even us sometimes could just think oh that's a weird random coincidence but nothing that happens to us is a coincidence the most high is allowing and or ordaining and or sending that person to ask you for a favor to ask you to help or whatever it is and a majority of the world will just either reject that person or no matter how they accept or reject that person, they'll just think, oh, that was a random coincidence, but that there are no coincidences. Sometimes the Most High is literally trying to send his angel around you to either protect you from other spiritual darkness that you can't see, because that's the other thing is there's a whole spiritual world that we can't see. So sometimes the Most High will send angels into your life literally to protect you from something that you can't see because the demons have to submit to angels. 
So sometimes there could be some principality or darkness or demon in the grocery store that you can't physically see with your eyes. So then the Most High will literally send an angel down there so that that demon can't get near you as long as that angel is there. So that's the other thing too, is someone, you might have a weird experience, like whatever, there's a whole spiritual world that we can't see. And that's why I'm trying to help you understand, at least through my experiences, what I've seen of when I suspect, oh, that could have been an angel. Um, you know, so there's a whole spiritual world. And that's why when we take a step outside of our own world, our own eyes, our own lives, and we're just like focused on like, this is what I'm doing at the store. Let me leave, like always rushing around, going from point A to point B. Even I do that too. When we start to take a look around, we'll notice, oh, a person over there needed help with something. And if we're not paying attention, we'll miss it. And also sometimes we can't avoid it. Sometimes we are in our own world, walking into a store and someone's out there like, and says, hey, can you help me with this? Or sometimes doesn't even say anything. And like I said, if you see like a homeless person just like sitting on a bench or sitting somewhere outside of a store when you're going in, like literally you don't even have to say anything. You could just walk in, buy, the, buy a water bottle, buy a loaf of bread or something and put it in a bag and just like drop it off to the person and walk away. Like, and don't say anything. Don't tell anyone. Do it in secret. Like just try and do these little things and that's how the Most High will end up blessing us further because he's seeing that we're going out of our way to love our neighbor as ourselves, to do good things, to try and help other people. And then also it could be an angel that you're entertaining without knowing it. So when we try and open up our eyes outside of just whatever we're seeing on the surface and in our own world, when we start to take a look around, we could see a lot more. And then when you start to view this world spiritually, there's some things that we can't physically see. But when you view the world spiritually, you start to understand things just a tiny bit more. All right. And so the title of this episode has reflection in it, because another point that I really want to drive home is another thing we were covering in TPR 233 and TPR 234 was with the information overload going on on social media. And as far as reflecting, right, a lot of this stuff is we when we're discerning on different doctrines or just different ideas from Scripture, the way that the Most High will give us understanding is if we reflect on it, if we're considering and contemplating the Scriptures, even when you're not reading Scriptures, be contemplating it, be thinking about it, be considering it. And that's another reason why the information overload is not good is because the best way to get understanding as far as discerning matters is to like read about something. Just say you're going to watch a YouTube video to try and get understanding on a topic. Instead of just jumping to another YouTube video later that day or the next day, you have to really reflect and discern on what you what that information was in that YouTube video. And that's why the information overload is not good because people aren't giving the time giving our spirits time to think and discern on things. They just jump from one video to the next one, more information, more information. And the way to truly get understanding is to in take some information in and then discern on it for up to days or weeks later. Because if you're always hearing information, 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 it, you can't stop and listen for the Father's voice to discern and to guide, for him to guide you where, where you need to be. So reflecting on things when read scriptures and then the next day reflect on it watch a youtube video and then the next few days reflect on it so all of this information can be important to use 
But that's why I was speaking so hard about the information overload is because we have to discern and reflect on things in order to receive the answer. And that's how we'll hear the most high's voice. If you're hearing a person speaking on YouTube, you're listening for that person's voice, not the father's voice. If you're always listening to podcast episodes, you're listening to my voice or someone else's voice instead of waiting to hear the father's voice. If you're always on Instagram seeing other people's content that you're not giving yourself time to hear the father's voice. So if you are going to take some information from a podcast, a YouTube video or Instagram, take the information for what it is and then discern on it for a day or several days until you reach the conclusion of the matter. So if you're trying to learn the calendar, yes, it could be important to listen to a podcast episode or watch a YouTube video about the calendar. But once you accept that information, then you have to take it to the Father and discern on it more instead of just bombarding your mind and your spirit and your soul and your ears and your eyes with content, content, information, knowledge, whatever it is, accept taking some of that information and knowledge and then discern and listen for the Father's voice. So reflecting on the scriptures, contemplating the scriptures, discerning these things, really taking the time to reflect. And sometimes you need weeks to come to a conclusion of the matter So that's why if you are looking for information on YouTube or on Instagram or on podcasts, you have to use it sparingly and only take in a small amount of information and then take a lot of time to discern on that information so it can be accepted into your spirit instead of bombarding your spirit with too much much outside noise, but rather instead listen for the most high's voice and that's how it'll be a lot clearer to finally reach the answer and the information that you're trying to understand. And we're going to speak more about reflecting on things in the next episode, Most High Willing. All right. And so another important piece of information is what I've seen firsthand in my life is that things move slow or become stagnant when we are not truly ready for whatever it is that we're looking for. The Most High blesses and moves quickly once we are finally ready. So if you find yourself waiting for too long for whatever it is that you're waiting for, it it honestly genuinely means that you are not ready because once we finally are ready, the most high moves quickly. So again, in TPR 233 and 234, we spoke about people who are looking for their partners, whether if you're a man waiting for your wife or a woman waiting for your husband, if you have been waiting for so long and you feel like things are going so painfully slow, Honestly, and this might hurt to hear, but it's really because you are not ready yet. And the way to get ready is to do the things that we spoke about in TPR 233 and 234. I'll recap some of it, but if you when when things are going so painfully slow and patient, it it genuinely means that we are not ready because once we are finally ready for whatever it is, a blessing, an opportunity, a partner, whatever it is. When we are finally and truly ready, the Most High will give it to us quickly. He moves fast a lot of times. And the only reason the Most High moves slow and patient sometimes is because he doesn't want to give us things that we are not ready for. So if you're like, well, I've been waiting, waiting, waiting for this for so long and you haven't received it yet, it's truly because you are not ready yet. And the way to get ready is to seek the Most High and his kingdom and his righteousness first. And all those other things will be added onto you in Matthew 6.33. We covered that in CPR 2.33. And then in 2.34, we also covered how 
the scripture in Proverbs 18.22 says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, right? So if you are a woman and you're waiting for your husband to be brought to you, that means that you have to be as ready as possible to be a wife because he who finds a wife finds a good thing. She's already ready to be a wife. So if you're a woman waiting for your husband, you have to be as ready as possible to be a wife. We also covered the scripture that it says the woman is going to learn from her man at home. So part of the woman's role is to literally learn from her husband exclusively. So my best piece of advice, and we covered this at the start of the episode in 234, if you are a single woman waiting for your husband, you really have to cut a lot of attachments to other men because then when your husband does show up, if you have attachments to other men, you're not going to be ready to be a wife because you're not ready to learn from your husband exclusively. Part of your job as a wife is to learn from your husband exclusively and to go underneath his covering. So if you have attachments to other men, that means you're genuinely not ready to go underneath the covering of your husband and learn from him. But if you are proactive and cut some of those attachments to the other men, in your life, then your husband can be brought to you because you're ready to jump right underneath his covering, which will happen fast. And I've seen women in the community holding on to way too many guys, and they're truly not ready to be a wife yet because they're learning from other guys. So then even if their husband showed up, they're not ready to jump underneath his covering yet. But when you are ready to go underneath his covering, he'll show up and be brought to you because you don't have attachments to other men. You're ready to be a wife. Your husband will show up and you can go right underneath his covering and learn from him. It'll happen fast and naturally, right? Everything that's from the most high happens so naturally and it's so peaceful and you will understand when it's from the most high. So if you're if you want that, and you're waiting, 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 it means you're not ready. And for the women in the community, I can genuinely suggest and say that it looks to me like there's too many attachments to other men. So you're truly not ready to be a wife because you're not ready to learn from your husband exclusively. That's part of your job and your duty as a wife is to literally learn underneath the covering of your husband. And that means not being attached to other men. So if you're in your single season waiting for your husband, lose those attachments to the other men so that you'll be ready to be a wife. You'll be ready to learn from your husband exclusively and go underneath his covering. And then the most high will bring him to you because you'll be ready to be a wife. And part of the role of a wife is to learn from her husband exclusively. So if you're learning from too many other guys in the meantime, in your single season, you're truly not ready yet to be a wife because you're learning from way too many guys. That's the best, most genuine heartfelt, loving advice I can give to single sisters who are waiting too long for their husband because I want him to be brought to you, right? So that's the way to do it. And then obviously we covered in TPR 234 as well about the men. We have to be ready to teach and lead our wives. So if you are a man waiting for your wife to be brought to you, it honestly most likely means that you're not ready to be a husband yet. That's why she hasn't been brought to you. And when you are finally ready, when you refined as gold, she'll be brought to you quickly, naturally from the most high, and it'll happen beautifully. And things move fast when we are truly ready. The most high blesses us fast when we're ready. And when we're not ready, that's when the most high slows things down and is super patient, super long suffering because he has to make sure that we're ready before he gives it to us. So a lot of times we get comfortable in our waiting season because we're like, well, I trust the most high's timing, which we should. But the, I'm telling you, when th- when it's been two years or it's been a long time and you're still waiting, 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 and it starts to feel painful that you're waiting, 
be encouraged and know that you still can do more work on your end. And like I said, for a woman, it could be as simple as just losing some of these attachments and getting in the scriptures, more in the scriptures for yourself, reflecting on things more yourself instead of bombarding yourself with too much information from five different guys who are speaking on podcasts, Instagram, or YouTube. Lose all of that, read the scriptures for yourself and be ready to be a a wife. So then the most high can give you your husband and you'll be ready to go right underneath his covering. All right. So things move slow when we're not ready because the most high is buying us time to get us more ready. So instead of being complacent in your waiting season, be proactive in your waiting season and start trying to do more of the work, the spiritual work, seeking of the most high in his kingdom and his righteousness first so that all those other things can be added onto you, your wife, your husband included. So seek the most high continually, relentlessly, aggressively, consistently. Seek the most high, seek the most high, seek the most high. And then when you're finally ready, it'll move quick. Things move quickly when we are truly ready and things move slow and become stagnant when we're not ready. So if you're waiting for too long, it means that you're not ready. And we like to think sometimes, oh, well, it's other outside factors. It's other reasons why we're waiting. Honestly, no. It's because the Most High is still working with you to get you ready. So we have to do as many things as we can to become as ready as possible for whatever opportunity or thing or blessing we are waiting for. All right, and then I also want to cover this scripture. I'll read it first, and then we'll speak a little bit more. Psalms 51. Have mercy upon me, O Elohim, according to your loving kindness, according unto the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned, and done this evil in your sight, that you might be justified when you speak, and be clear when you judge. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you shall make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O Elohim, and renew a right ruach within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your ruach hakadesh from me. Restore unto me the joy of your Yeshua, and uphold me with your free ruach. Then will I teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be turned back unto you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O Elohim, Elohai of my Yeshua, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Adonai, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you desire not sacrifice, else would I give it. You delight not in ascending smoke offering. The sacrifices of Elohim are a broken ruach, a broken and a contrite heart, O Elohim, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure unto Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then shall you be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with ascending smoke offering and whole ascending smoke offering. Then shall they offer bullocks upon your altar. All right, so this is such a classic scripture, Psalms 51. And literally when I first came back to the Most High in 2020, this was one of the first scriptures I found. And also with just keeping things simple, right? Not overcomplicating the scriptures, not overcomplicating with too much unnecessary knowledge, everything we've been speaking about in TPR 233, 234. This scripture, Psalms 51, really captures it. And it can just show you and remind you of where the Most High brought us from and keep us so humble, right? It literally says, cast me not away 
from your presence and take not your Ruach HaKodesh from me. Restore unto me the joy of your Yeshua and uphold me with your free Ruach. Then will I teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be turned back unto you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O Elohim, Elohai, my Yeshua, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Adonai, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise, right? So we have to remember to hold up our end of this deal, right? If the Most High is going to rise us up, you know, we, we all were in darkness. We all fell down on our knees to the Most High and cried out to Him, right? And the Most High created in us a clean heart, right? He put His Ruach HaKodesh in us. And then He restored the joy of Yeshua within us, right? And then our end of the deal, line 13, then will I teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be turned back unto you, right? Telling people to repent, showing people the testimony of what the Most High can do, telling people to repent for their sins, to find the Most High, right? Line 14, deliver me from blood guiltiness, O Elohim, Elohai, my Yeshua, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness, right? Sing aloud of the Most High's righteousness. Tell people how righteous and amazing the Most High, the only Abba, the only Father in heaven, Yah, is through the name of his son, Yahushua HaMashiach. Glory to Yah. O Adonai, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise, right? Praise Yah. Hallelujah. So this really brought me back because people are really getting so caught up with so much unnecessary knowledge and forgetting the beauty and the simplicity of the scriptures repent for your sins keep the commandments fear the most high and even this try and get sinners to be turned back to the most high right then will i teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be turned back unto you and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness oh adonai open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise right we see the sacrifices of Elohim are a broken ruach, a broken and a contrite heart. O Elohim, you will not despise. So we all were broken at some point. And we came to the Most High with a broken heart, a broken ruach. And the Most High healed our ruachs and put his ruach, his ruach HaKadosh within us, right? So we know what the acceptable sacrifices to the Most High We know what the acceptable sacrifices to the Most High are. And at the same time, the Most High is going to rise us up, put his ruach in us. But our end of the deal is we have to sing aloud of his righteousness. Our mouth has to show forth his praise, right? So this is really how simple it can be. And this really brought me back to 2020 where I kept saying on this series, the Most High saved me out of darkness. I had to keep saying it because that's part of the deal is if the Most High is going to rise us up and put his Ruach in us, then we have to sing aloud of his praise, sing aloud of his righteousness, show show others how amazing the Most High's wonders are. So Psalms 51, this is so classic, so simple. It has the acceptable sacrifices to the Most High, and it encourages us to sing aloud of His righteousness, show forth His praise, and show others, try and get other sinners to turn back to the Most High. How, how can we do that? By encouraging them to repent and show that we had to repent. This is how we got the Ruach, is because we repented. We fell down to our knees and gave the acceptable sacrifices to the Most High, a broken Ruach and a broken and contrite heart. And the Most High rose us back up and helped us in our darkness, in our time of need. And now part of that deal that we have to hold up is singing aloud of the Most High's praise. If he's going to open your mouth, you got to sing forth his praise, right? Oh, Adonai, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. My tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness, right? So this is such a classic scripture, Psalms 51. All praise and glory to the Most High and the Highest. Hallelujah. Praise Yahuwah, Elohai, the Righteous, the Father, the Only Elohim, through the name of His Son, Adonai, Yahushua HaMashiach, the Righteous, the Only Adonai. 
Praise and glory to Yah in the highest. Hallelujah. All right. And before I finish this episode up, I'm going to cover Psalms 37, but most high willing, I'll catch you for another episode. Going to continue a tiny bit of thoughts from this episode. A lot of these episodes are flowing together. If you missed TPR 234, the feast days overview, the whole first hour was continuing thoughts from the episode before that, TPR 233, Isolation and Solitude. Check out those episodes and any of my most recent podcast episodes on this series, TPR. And most high willing, I'll catch you for another episode, kind of continuing some thoughts. A lot of these episodes, you know, that's just what happens is the thoughts, the ideas, the concepts just keep growing and building. And as I reflect on things more, right, always reflecting and discerning and contemplating and considering scriptures, considering different things, considering doctrines, as I think on these things more, that's how I'm able to elaborate a little bit further, even after certain episodes are out. So that's just how this podcast series has always worked from season two, honestly, even before that in season one, just growing, just building one episode at a time, one day at a time. Take things slow, my beloved, and one day at a time and be patient. But if you find yourself being too patient, almost complacent in your patience, that's when it's time to keep working and keep growing and start taking more action and more seeking of the Most High first and His kingdom and His righteousness so that all these other things can be added onto you. If you find yourself waiting for too long, it's time to keep working. All right, this is to encourage you and help you and be strong and take it day by day. Another reason we can get discouraged on this walk is we're thinking a year down the line or two years down the line or even further or even less. Scale it back and just go, what can I work on today? Because tomorrow is not even promised anyway. So what can I work on today to help me get closer so that I can be ready for the blessing, so that I can be ready for the opportunity, whatever it is, whoever it is you're waiting for, Keep seeking the most high, keep fearing the most high, keep asking him, but at the same time, take accountability to keep striving and keep growing and keep working, my beloved. It's time to work. No more waiting, no more excessive waiting. If you find yourself waiting too long, it's because you're not ready. So keep working and keep growing and keep fighting and keep taking action and just take it one day at a time. Take it slow and that's how you'll make a lot of progress. Fear the most high, seek the most high. Keep the ways of the Most High. Give all praise and glory to the Most High in everything that you do. And keep fighting out here and go one day at a time. All right? That's the only way out here. And the outro music for this episode is Wear This Crown by Darak Ibar. This just dropped. Such an amazing song. Been listening to it on repeat. Wear This Crown by Darak Ibar. All right, so I'm going to catch you for another episode, Most High Willing, and Psalms 37. Fret not yourself because of evildoers, neither be envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in Yahuwah and do good, so shall you dwell in the land, and truly you shall be fed. Delight yourself also in Yahuwah, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way unto Yahuwah, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in Yahuwah and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself in any wise to do evil. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon Yahuwah, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while and the wicked shall not be. Yea, you shall diligently consider his place and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plots against the just, and gnashes upon him with his teeth. 
Adonai shall laugh at him, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow, to cast down the poor and needy, and to slay such as be of upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but Yahuwah upholds the righteous. Yahuwah knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of Yahuwah shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume, into smoke shall they consume away. The wicked borrows and pays not again, but the righteous shows mercy and gives. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by Yahuwah, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for Yahuwah upholds him with his hand. I have been young, and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful, and lends, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil, and do good, and dwell forevermore. For Yahuwah loves judgment, and forsakes not his saints, they are guarded forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land, and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom, and his tongue talks of judgment. The Torah of his Elohim is in his heart, none of his steps shall slide. The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. Yahuwah will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on El Yahuwah and guard his way, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passed away, and lo, he was not. Yeah, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man, and behold, the Yashari, the upright, for the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together, the end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is of Yahuwah, he is their strength in the time of trouble. And Yahuwah shall help them and deliver them, he shall deliver them from the wicked and save them, because they trust in him. Praise the Most High, praise Yah, hallelujah, love. Yeah. In times, all praise to the Most High. Bandit Loose just sent me this beat like 40 minutes ago. Here we are. New moon of the first biblical month. Uh, break the last seal, 70 elders, blow the trumpets. Messiah's coming, who gon' stop him? Final judgment, waited thousands of years, it's finally near. Exodus, the wings of the cherubim drying our tears. We the hidden ones, Aki, how long we been the target? Disregarded until they see us coming, no ships of Tarshish. Two witnesses, Abba gon' send his prophets Three and a half years, open the scroll of Ezekiel Put this mystery in your heart, let no one deceive you Chapter 20, verse 35 The wilderness, we got this knowledge at the perfect time If it ain't law and testimony, it ain't the light Discern the lies, Jeremiah in our bones, it's a burning fire As the doves to their windows, when did you learn to fly? My sisters is Esther's, my brothers Nehemiah Straight out of Babylon, same vision as Ezra's Last days Hey, do you wanna wear a crown? The kingdom's inside you right now. What are you looking for? What you looking for? Have faith. We came a long way. We can't turn back now. No. Put this crown on. 
Yasharala, don't trust the system, we got the Father Who love harder and judge more righteous And show more mercy to vessels who are undeserving It rains on the proud and the humble servant We shine like the temple during Solomon's reign Walking in obedience, that's the ultimate praise Jealousy in they hearts while you walk in this cane Instead of spilling his blood, you could've offered the same Knowledge increased, slaves becoming prophets and priests We the lost tribes, we got the receipts Nothing to boast of cause we were captured and still here Throughout the diaspora Far removed Couldn't tell you our tribe If you asked us This narrative was foretold Consequences Broken vows Relationship This is not religion Reconciliation And Yasha We got forgiveness If it ain't Torah It ain't authentic Barakatha Trumpets and chariots Who should I fear When my power's right here Kingdom's inside you Never forget it Hey. Stay focused, gotta seek Zion If you fall off, bounce back, keep striving, yeah Put this crown on